Hey, I'm Kayla. And I'm Adam. This is If You Can Keep Your Head. So this week, episode five, we've decided to discuss gender equality and the gender wage gap. Or as I like to call it, fun with statistics. <laughs> he thinks he's really clever. I am incredibly clever. Uh, but before we get to that, um, what have you been listening to this week? My favorite murder. Branch out. I finished Culpable. Oh, did you know that next week's episode is the season finale, by the way? I did not know that, actually. I just saw that on Instagram. Okay. That's all I listened to this week. But that's also because I haven't had time to listen to many podcast episodes this week. I've been pretty busy and feeling lousy, so. Well, I finished Invisible Choir, which I hope they have more episodes because that's really good. Um, disclaimer on that one, if you're squeamish at all, don't listen to it. Yeah, he... It's, it's bad. His, when he told me about it, he was like, you should never listen to this, but it's really good. And I was like, okay, I won't listen to that then. And then after I finished Invisible Choir, I moved on to Sword and Scale, and every episode of that so far has been amazing as well. So, that's what I've been listening to. Um, before we... Wait a second. just want to say that if we sound different this week, it's because we got fancy and we actually bought a mic instead of just using the internal mic on the iPhone. So we're hoping that the sound quality is better for everybody. And, you know, we're still learning as we go. We are a baby podcast. Neither one of us have done a podcast before. Um, I have a background in broadcast communications. That's what my degree is in. So I did work with mics and audio engineering and things like that in college but that was the last time I did that was in 2009 and it was all with like things that were already set up for me to be able to do that with ease (laughs) not starting from scratch at our house so in case you're wondering we are currently sitting in two camp chairs in our bedroom with the mic and our phone and everything set up um in front of us on a fold-out table so yeah we fancy we are super fancy but, I mean, just saying, we're doing pretty well for just starting out. I think we're figuring things out as we go. Yeah. Next thing, we'll have a soundproofed studio in our house. <laughs> um, before we get started, though, I do want to send a shout out to uh, Tony at the Independent Hustle podcast. Uh, we've been doing some work this week, or I've been doing some work this week with him on one of his episodes that's coming up. Um, actually about police brutality, uh, with my experience and, uh, time spent in law enforcement. I was able to help him out with that some, so you can listen to that. Uh, it's the Independent Hustle Podcast. Right, I'm going to let you start this week since you seem excited about this topic. No, you can start because you're the one that keeps telling me it's going to be a fucking smackdown. So I want to hear what you have to say. First off, language. The children are asleep. Language. This is an adult podcast. If you can't handle the word fuck, you're in the wrong place. Um, Alright, so I'm going to start with the gender pay gap. And here's what I have. First off, there are two different gender pay gaps. You have that, correct? I don't know what you're talking about, so continue. So, there is what's known as the unadjusted, the raw, or the uncontrolled gender pay gap. Um, And uncontrolled is a phenomenal term for this, because it literally means that there's no scientific controls on it. Um, They just come up with statistics and make up whatever they feel like. And then that's... not what that means. ...what they get. That's uh-huh. not what that means. That means there's there's uncontrolled variables. It doesn't mean that they're making up statistics. Now you're just being a jerk. So, um, the unadjusted gender pay gap is anywhere between... F- that women make anywhere between 49 to 78% of what men make, depending on where you look for this. Uh, I couldn't find an actual like hard number from anybody that was a reliable source... I found everywhere from 49 to 78%. It's 85%. Um, I never even saw an 85. I saw 78 was as high as I saw. It's 85%. So, 
Basically, the uncontrolled or unadjusted gender pay gap is the median of all women's pay versus all men's pay. Um, that's it. That's what they do. They add up all women's pay, all, uh, all men's pay, find the median average of that, and that's what you get. So stopping you right there for a second, is that what you really think the gender pay gap is? No, that is not what I think that is. Okay. I think because that... if so, you're an idiot. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Anybody who thought that that right there was the legit is an idiot. That is the the vast majority of the articles that you read are referencing that gender pay gap because it's a better number to throw out there and it sounds better for them. Except I read a lot of articles when preparing for this. None of them had that information. And I just wanted to get that out there from the beginning to make sure that we weren't talking about that. Because that is a useless bullshit fact. It makes absolutely no sense or any difference at all when you look at it. Um, the other... I that you said it was a bullshit fact. It was an <laughs> oxymoron. It was an oxymoron. And I, useless bullshit statistic. Um, the other gender pay gap. The one that is makes more sense and... There is a minor, minor pay gap there, is what's the adjusted or controlled pay gap. Um, And this one, again, the statistics are kind of hard to narrow down on the exact number, Um, but what I was seeing was approximately 1-2% to less for women than than what men make. That's all bullshit. (laughs) I think Adam's pulling sticks out of his ass. I... That number is from the uh, Department of Labor. The women make 98% roughly of what men make. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you have? Well, first of all, the gender pay gap, the percentage right now is 85%. Not 70, not 49, not 78, not 99%. 98. You said 1 to 2 so one one to two but the the department of labor has it at 98 okay well that's all bullshit um it's 85 percent, and it's it's where does that come from because i never saw the 85 um i saw that on the institute for women's policy research i saw that on now i saw that on pretty much every website i was looking at i didn't write that down because i didn't think i was going to need that exact thing but cite your sources you told me that last week. <laughs> I did cite all of my sources except for that one, apparently. Um, this says, from 2005 to 2014, the weekly earnings gender gap closed by only 1.5 percentage points from 1995 to 2004. The gap closed by 4.9 percentage points and 8.1 percentage points from 85 to 94. Um, the rate has slowed down tremendously and very little gains have been made since then. And... Wait, you just said it was 94%. No, no, I said from 85 to 94, the years. Oh, the years. I thought that was percentages. Yeah, those were years. Um, so we have closed the wage gap over the past couple of decades, but... Um, like maybe from 1963 onward? Well, this is from 85 to 2014. And I did see some other things that said in 2018, it went from... Uh, like 82% to 85%. So we are making gains, but there's still a wage gap and it has not been closed and the Labor Bureau is full of shit if you're looking at actual facts. So, here though is the issue with this. Is that there's there's a whole bunch of variables that come in to this that make up this pay gap whether it's 85 percent 98 percent 78 percent 40 whatever number you want to believe in and come up with or what the numbers actually say there's a whole bunch of variables but the biggest thing is that it is not discrimination women are not being paid less than men simply because they're women because that's illegal and this is not something that you see thrown out in any of these studies, in any of these articles that are written about this, I couldn't find this. I couldn't find it in any of them, and I made sure that this was one of the things that I was looking for. The Fair Pay Act of 1963. Equal Pay Act? The first one was the Fair Pay Act. 
1963 one by JFK was the Fair Pay Act. Well, what the, I have is the 1963 the Equal Pay Act. Okay. Regardless, same thing. Um, signed into law by JFK requires employers to pay employees the same based on substantially equal skill, effort, and responsibility. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're doing the same job with the same skill, same responsibility, same time in grade or rate, whatever you want to call it, um, then you should be paid equally. You should be. Should being keyword. And if you are not, you have absolute grounds for a lawsuit, and you okay. should take them to court that and right sue. Right now, them. I'm going to address that right now. Okay. First of all, do you think there's not employers out there who aren't getting around that because the wording to that doesn't say that they have to or whatever, blah blah blah. It says that based on their skills, based on this, based on that. So all they have to do is say, oh well, Johnny over here was slightly better than you and that's why he's getting paid more whether or not that's true they can fudge the facts they can say whatever they think they saw in his productivity versus yours and And nobody can claim that it's a lie because that's that's might be subjective if that's the case then you have grounds no you don't no you don't also just because there may be a law saying that pay must be equal, it doesn't mean that women can just go and sue their employers. You absolutely no, can. No, it does not. You that's can. Why the, it doesn't that's why mean the they, law was It doesn't made. mean that they can. You can't do that because then you're risking persecution from your fellow employees and from your bosses. You are risking being fired for whatever reasons they can come up with that would not give them, uh, give you more grounds to sue them or to bring any other, you know, shit down on them which they will find reasons to fire you so that's a that's an interesting i i I am not done (laughs) the company uh or that you sorry you also risk facing possible harassment until you quit and that may be subtle harassment it might be little things here and there that pile up until you quit the animosity animosity that you would feel um, when you come back to work from both the employees you work with and the bosses would be uncomfortable and difficult to bear. On top of that, lawsuits are costly and many people may not be able to afford a lawyer or the court fees. And you threw out Lily Ledbetter when we were talking about this, right? Yep. Okay. She won a $3 million lawsuit, right? Yes. Do you know the end of that? $3.3 million, And then... The she ended up losing it due to the statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. 180 days. The Supreme Court threw out and overturned the ruling. Mm-hmm. Okay, She had to fight. She kept fighting for her winnings until Obama signed the Lilia Ledbetter Fair Pay Act in 2009, mm-hmm. but she will never receive restitution from Goodyear. So she fought and fought and fought and fought and fought. Still fought up until 2009, right? Mm-hmm probably paid endless amount of court fees, endless amount of lawyers, all these things. She's never going to see a dime of that money and Goodyear got away with it. So yes, they quote unquote air quotes here could sue, but the actual reality is that no, they probably can't or won't because they can't afford to, they can't afford to lose that job no matter if they pay a shit or not. And there's so many factors in there. You can't, it's not black and white. It's not as easy as that. Women face so much more persecution in the workplace than men do. And if they come out and do that, and they do end up saying, well, you know what, fine, I'm going to sue this person, and if I get fired or I quit, I quit, it's fine, I'll move, find another job. The next job they get hired for, the man, who's probably in charge, looks at everything and says, well, why'd you leave this job? And finds out what happens. What do you think's going to happen then? So, now that, was that it? Was that everything? The funny thing about that, both of these acts... The 1963 and the 2009 Act um, also address topics such as gender, race, color, religion, national origin, age, disability, genetic information, and retaliation. If you receive retaliation from a lawsuit based off of your being paid less because you are a woman, you now have grounds for a second lawsuit. Again, and you then have to prove it. You... You bear the burden of proof in that you instance. You do bear the burden of proof, so, just like so any other lawsuit. So you have to prove it. And I'm telling you right now, they're going to find ways to fuck with you where you can't prove it. They ask. There will be no trail. There will be no evidence. There will be nothing but hearsay. 
You have to prove it, and hearsay is not enough. I'm not saying that it wouldn't happen, but I am saying that by law it is required. You're living for in a... this rainbow colored world over there <laughs> where you have all these options and all these choices, and that's just not fucking reality. By law, employers are required to pay women equally. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was the whole point of me bringing that up. Was by that law. By law. I get that. Employers are and required to. And if this to. was the fucking Twilight Zone and everything was wonderful and worked out the way it should, we wouldn't have this podcast because there would be no issues to discuss. That's true. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But... But the whole basis of your argument is that the gender pay cap shouldn't or doesn't exist because you could sue your employer. Oh, no, that's, that's bullshit. That's just the tip of the iceberg on what I have here. Mm -hmm. I have plenty more. Okay. But by law, so this should be in a utopian society, this would be a moot point because men are equal to women in pay, should be. Thought you were going to say something else there and I thought <laughs> no. I was going to have to get slappy with you. <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> I, I meant to say employers, and then I, it came out as men, and then it, it just went off the rails, mm -hmm. and I tried to fix it without just backtracking. So, employers are required to pay women equally to men in a utopian society. We've un I understand, and I'll be the first person to admit, that it probably doesn't happen. Uh, there probably is discrimination in plenty of places there, and that sh is wrong and should be fixed. That's the simple case. Um, so... Is it my turn, or do you still have some more to say? Where was I going to go here? Uh, you can go. Well, I was going to say, because you always say the gender pay gap is a, is a myth and blah, blah, blah. But just because something is multifaceted doesn't mean it's a lie. Just because there's a phenomenon that can be explained through various factors doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay? So... When we're talking about the gender pay gap, there are a number of different factors to consider, okay? Mm -hmm. There's discrimination in pay. Yep, I have that. There's recruitment discrimination, job assignment discrimination, promotion discrimination, lower earnings and occupations mainly done by women, um, and there's also more on that um, in a minute. Remind me to go back to that. And women's dis disproportionate share of time spent on family care, including that they rather than they rather than fathers, still tend to be the ones to take more time off work when families have children. Okay, um, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about right now is from the Institute for Women's Policy Research. Um, where was the other thing I was going to say? What was I talking about? Oh, uh, the work done by women. So. When women enter a traditionally male-dominated occupation, wages tend to go down in that field even for men. So this is a conclusion of a study of over 50 years of U.S. workforce data. And it's basically, women are not drawn to lower paying fields because they want less money. It's simply that the work that women do is valued less than the work done by men. That's what this study that they didn't name in the article I was reading basically came to that conclusion. Um, and what's staggering to me about that is it, it seems very true. So heavily male-dominated fields like finance and things like that, mm. they get paid big bucks, right? Okay. Yeah. Heavily female-dominated, like education, get paid crap. Which one of those is actually doing more for our society and should be paid more? Well, it, I, that's a very valid point, but that's a different argument. Teachers should be paid more than that's they are. That's not a different argument. That that's, it, the whole point of this is that women traditionally are more likely to become an educator than a man, and men are traditionally more likely to go into the field of finance. Yeah, but you're arguing return on investment. No, you're I'm, not arguing gender pay gap. Now you're, I, no, this has to do with the gender pay gap because that's part of it. Part of the problem is that your stuff that you were saying before is that, you know, part of it is that women go into lower paying fields. You mentioned that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's not the case. It's not that they are choosing these lower paying fields on purpose. It's the fact that their fields that they are going into are valued less because it's the women who are the ones that are doing them when, in fact, we should be valuing them more. Nurses. Right? Yeah. Nurses are generally paid less than doctors, right? 
Yes, yes. but there's, okay. a, there's but, a good reason for but that. Doctors go to school longer, yes. <laughs> but when if you're in a hospital, who's taking care of you? Typically the nurse. The nurses. But the doctor maybe comes and sees you for five minutes at a time, if that, while you're there, if you're lucky. And yes, I understand the doctors went to school longer. I am not dissing doctors. I'm not saying doctors should be paid less than nurses. I am saying that nurses deserve to be paid a lot more than they are currently paid. And I'm saying that because that's another instance of where it's a female-dominated field that work is valued less than the male-dominated field that is its counterpart. So, on that... Well, I'm going to go back to the finance one real quick. That is not... I don't agree with that argument because you're comparing apples to oranges there. That's a return on investment argument where basically the finance sector, they're making money for their employers. So they get paid more. Just whoever is in that field gets paid more because they make more money for their employers. Teachers don't make money for their employers. They educate children. That's return on investment. That's apples to oranges. Now, as far as the jobs go, um, I actually went through, found the top five jobs for women, top five jobs for men. Super difficult to find the top five jobs for men. The women, there's a list, one through 20, top 20 jobs. Men, super difficult. Don't know what that means, but uh, anyways, appreciate this work, because this was actually quite a while here. I appreciate nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so the top five jobs for women. Secretaries, nurses. Teachers, uh, elementary and middle school teachers, cashiers, and home health aides. In that order are the top five jobs for women. Okay? Uh, of those five, highest paid are nurses, obviously. They make the most money out of all of that. Um, top five jobs for men. Number one, carpenter. Number two, truck driver. Three, construction laborer. Four, grounds maintenance worker. And five, a welder. Okay? Out of those ten jobs listed, who gets paid the most? What was the second one? The second one for men? Yeah. Truck driver. Oh, but I'm talking all, all ten. Five for men, five for women. Nurses probably get Nurses paid do. Money. Nurses get paid almost $30 an hour. Now, here's where the rub is on this. If you take all of the average hourly salaries for these jobs, you add them all together, and you get the overall average for what the top five jobs in women and the top five jobs in men make, men make approximately 1774 per hour for those five jobs women make 1568 per hour for those five jobs okay now this is not evidence of a gender pay gap this is evidence of valuation of work in its difficulty okay nurses I would estimate probably have the hardest job on there and they make the most money okay but if you're comparing the difficulty in work of a carpenter or a welder to a secretary or a cashier, you're not making a decent argument. Okay. It's much but, harder to be a carpenter or a welder, and it takes much more skill than it is to be a secretary or a cashier. When I'm talking about gender pay gaps, I am not talking about a median average of different careers. When I talk about a gender pay gap, I'm talking about people working the same types of jobs that should be getting paid more. And like, abs absolutely, and they, they should be being paid the same. I'm but talking, they're not. But and this the is where the numbers come from. But the discrimination lies within those things, and that's what I'm discussing. That is all bullshit because that has no bearing on it. That is not what the gender pay gap is. But the point I'm trying to make is this is where the numbers come from. This is the number that gets put out there all the time that, well, look, men make... You know, two dollars an hour more than women do. Nobody that has jobs. a fucking brain on their head believes that bullshit. But that's what gets put out in the articles. It's right? not. I didn't now. see any of that when I was looking up. So I don't know what articles you were looking at, what you Googled. Go to go to Google and type in gender pay gap, and the I first did. twenty-five articles. Are None about of them came up that. for me like that. So, one of the websites that I kept seeing come up is PayScale.com. Okay. They put out a report on the gender pay gap that basically said the same thing that everybody else says. Um, however, this I found funny. They have a pay scale salary survey, which says uh, you can go through, you can fill it out, and it asks you all these questions, um, and it tells you your valuation as a person, basically, in that job field. And I, that's pretty interesting. I'm going to go through and do this, because the one job that I kept seeing as the most, the largest pay gap was for a surgeon. 
Okay, so I went through, filled out the survey twice, once for a man, once for a woman, with the exact same, um, out with the exact same uh, details for both of them. And you know what the what it came back as? Mm -mm. Three hundred eight thousand for both men and women. Okay. That's From a company that put out a survey that said that there is a 78% gender pay gap. Okay. That is a stupid online test. That's not real world actual happenings. That's not reality. Do you think that women just make this shit up? No, I don't. Dude, I think okay. that there is about a 2% gender it's pay not gap. a 2%. I swear to God, you're going to make me get <laughs> real angry. All right, well... But I'm moving on from your numbers that are bullshit because you're just pulling stuff out of your butt I, that doesn't not, actually this have bearing is all, on this. This all makes sense. So there are actual legal cases and social science research studies that show that just the mere fact of a woman being a mother um, actually hinders their advancement opportunities. And on the flip side, a man being a father, his tend to grow. Men who are fathers are typically actually paid more or more likely to get a promotion than a woman who is a mother. I saw that as well, but I never found an explanation for it. It's because men are supposed to bring home the bacon for their families, and they're supposed to support the families. So in this backwards 1950s thinking, we need to pay these men more because they're dads, but the woman, it's always looked down upon. They're going to be emotional. They're going to have to take time off work for their kids. They're going to have to do this. They're going to have to do that. And so instead of looking at a mother and saying, she's the breadwinner, we need to pay her, you know, exactly like we would pay a man or exactly like we'd pay any other woman, a mother is looked down upon. So it's, and I don't disagree with that because that it is true that women make less after they have children. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also some variables that you have to account for there that women tend to take time off afterwards which they should be i i know where you're going with this and i agree with you okay <laughs> it's not necessarily right that it's a social construct that women should take time off to raise their children but one of the biggest issues we have no paid maternity leave is there's no paid maternity leave and the cost of childcare is outrageous astronomical to the point where it's more financially responsible for women to just quit their job well, than it is to that's why I stay home exactly alright so I, I don't disagree with you on that but here's the thing say you and I right and you've been out of the workforce for quite a while raising children again for fiscal responsibility but if you were to go back into the workforce right now look at the amount of time lost and experience lost that you would have, which would in turn lead to lower pay. Yes, but part of the problem is that, yes, women do tend to take more time off than men, but part of that is because it's an economic decision whenever you're making it. If a woman is making less than her husband, then it makes more sense for the woman to take time off. Um, but if there was equal pay, it would mean that it would be more equitable sharing of child rearing between the man and the woman. Well, yeah, but how many men and women that are married are in the same field? Doesn't that matter. I'm not saying like if there those. was just if if they were, for instance, and they had the same job, same job title, but the man gets paid more than the woman. Is the guy going to be like, well, honey, I'm going to take this year off of work to make sure we don't have to put our kid in daycare, or is the woman going to do it because the man's making more, and if they're going to lose out on a salary, they might as well lose out on the lower one. Well, if they were in the same job with the same job title, they'd be paid the same. Oh, yeah, they should, huh? Right? <laughs> but they're not. Guaranteed right? they're not. And if they're not paid the same, then they should sue yeah. their company. So, and also research shows that subsidizing the cost of child care and providing paid paternal leaves up to six months would help women return to work sooner and would help men to more equally share the care. Um, doo -doo -doo. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that we should have paid maternal leave um, for women and... The, the argument there, though, that I do have, and I, you have to agree with me on this, is that if you lose time and you lose experience in the workforce, especially where we are now with technology advancing so fast, if you're in a technological field, you can't come back in at, at an equal level of where the men were before you because no, you're I, not there. I know, but part of the problem is, like I explained, I, it's a circular argument there. 
It is. Yes, I get that, but it's still putting women in a very tough position. Like, whatever. Anyways. Um, so, I will give you this. Okay? When factors like occupational, <clears throat> occupation and paternal and I can't read or speak. When factors such as occupation and parental and marital status are used as control variables in statistical models trying to explain what causes the wage gap, the size of the gap is reduced. What is left unexplained is generally thought to possibly be with the result of discrimination. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of issues of discrimination, but go ahead, I'll let you talk. So I have basically all those same um, factors that you labeled, but I also have two more that I didn't hear you say. Um, one of them is health insurance. And this is something that I, I saw and I honestly didn't believe it at first and then I kept seeing it. So I, this is for your argument, by the way, <laughs> not for mine. This actually hurts my argument, <laughs> but I'm gonna bring it up because it's wrong. Um, it costs more for companies to hire women due to the cost of pregnancy because pregnancy is such an expensive operation, I guess. <laughs> um, because it's so expensive, it costs companies more to hire women than it does to hire men in their health insurance. So that's one of the possible reasons for the gender pay gap as well is that women don't get hired on to the same companies or at the same value due to the fact that their health insurance actually costs more. Um, and the other one that I saw, and this also does help explain it, if, again, if you get fancy with the statistics, is the amount of work. So on average, men tend to stay at work longer. Okay, um, And if you get paid hourly, so say... I believe the numbers were that men work an average of 7.8 hours per day and women work an average of 7.4 hours per day. Um, if you work hourly, but you compare weekly wages or monthly wages, that's obviously going to lead to higher paychecks for the men. Um, and that could be something that could be leading to this statistic as well. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot about this one thing that I wanted to say in regards to uh, motherhood and it affecting your job. This is from the National Organization for Women. It is estimated that every child a woman has, she suffers a 5% wage penalty. It is estimated, or sorry, studies show that in comparison with female managers who are not pregnant and those who are pregnant, um, they're perceived to be less committed to the job, less dependable, and more emotional. Just tell me that's not discrimination. That sounds like discrimination, mm -hmm. but that also it's says in there that it's perceived that they are that. Yes. They are receiving a 5% pay, what do they call penalty. it? Penalty. Pay penalty. Wage uh, penalty. Wage penalty due again to time. No, it's not that. This is like talking about women not taking off years like I have. This is talking about women who had a baby, took the... Some women go straight back to work, took maybe six weeks off after she had them to recover and for her vagina to go back into place and heal, right? Yeah. And showing back up to work after her time off, and now suddenly she's not going to get those promotions. She's not going to get that wage increase. Other people will. Other women might. Men certainly will. But because she is now a mother or had a second child or a third child... She's considered less dependable, she's considered more emotional, and less committed to her job because she has children. And if that is the case, prove it and take them to court. How are they going to prove it? If you're not receiving your... If they're not getting a, a, a wage increase, but it doesn't say in anywhere in the company policy that they have to, how are they supposed to prove that? Go and ask for your wage increase. Go and ask for your raise. Okay, so they can deny you and say... Exactly. They can give you a multitude of reasons, and it doesn't have to be anything about you being a mom. It doesn't have to be, but they if their reasons don't with, add up and they don't make sense, 
Oh, but I'm sure that they'll come up with reasons that make sense on paper so that you can't argue that. Again, you're living this rainbow world and it's not going to happen. I wish it would, but it's not. All right, let's just take a break for a minute because I'm getting really heated, so. And we're back. So just to go back a little bit on the gender wage gap, um, we talked earlier about the 85%. I found my notes. Um, it was from the Pew Research, pewresearch.org. Um, and it said in 2018, women earned 85% of what men earned according to their analysis of median hourly earnings of both full and part-time workers in the U.S. Um, based on this estimate, it would take an extra 39 days of work for women to earn what men did in 2018. But that's going off the median numbers like you <laughs> were discussing in the beginning. Yeah, um, so that's a that's a form of the unadjusted. Yeah. Um, going back to discrimination... The Pew Research Center survey found that about 4 in 10 working women, which would be about 42%, said that they have experienced gender discrimination at work compared to about 2 in 10 men who said the same. 1 in 4 employed women said that they have earned less than a man who was doing the same job, and only 5% of men say that they have earned less than a woman doing the same job. And um, in a 2014 survey, 77% of women and 63% of men said this country needs to continue making changes to give men and women equality in the workplace. Um, so that was that. I had something else I was going to read. Um, nope, that wasn't it. Okay. So, oh, and an example of... <clears throat> people working in the same field and their earnings. In 2002, this is coming from the National Organization for Women, by the way. In 2012, female computer programmers earned 84% of what male computer programmers earned. Female financial managers earned an astounding 70% of what male financial uh, managers earned. And female lawyers only earned about 80% of what male lawyers earned. Again, that's the unadjusted, though. So go to the. That doesn't, you don't know if that's unadjusted or not. That's within the same field. Go to the finance one, mm -hmm. right? The top ten richest people in the entire U.S. Do you know what they all have in common? They're financial managers. They're all men. Oh. <laughs> They're not all financial managers. Well, like, I didn't know where which, you were going with that because you went back to finance. They're all men, right? But that's not the point. The so point is that those... these are people in the same job fields in the same type of jobs. And that's their only control on that, is that they're people in the same job field. Mm -hmm. That's how you get that 70% in the finance. But that's So you have to include is... in that Warren Buffett, who has 80... Warren Buffett is not a computer programmer, he's, and they had a he's in wage disparity. Computer programmer, you have to include Bill Gates. Okay. Um, doesn't matter. So if you're including those, they throw off the statistic. I don't think they're statistic. including that. You have they're to. They're not including they're in that the one percent of men who earn all of the freaking money in the world. They're in that they're field. They're discussing. They're discussing probably the same age ranges. They're probably discussing things like that. I didn't go through and read the exact study, but I can guarantee you they didn't just throw shit together. Because it, it makes for better numbers. No, it doesn't. Yes. Adam, That's where the majority of these... Why would women do that? Because it looks better. No. We don't give a shit about what looks better. We it's just want to be treated equally. It's inflammatory and it looks better. That's no. why there is an unadjusted pay gap. No. Yes. This has nothing about being inflammatory. You That's... just don't want to admit that you're wrong. I'm not wrong. That's where wrong. all this comes from. You're wrong. Um... Whatever. I'm done with that because I'm just going to get pissed at you. Clearly, I can't keep my head on this topic. I mean, and neither clearly, can you. I have no, kept my you're head. Yelling. I, you're yelling. I don't ever yell. You're yelling. It's not yelling at all. Adam's yelling. All right. So let's just discuss gender equality. All right. Go for it. All right. So gender equality is a global issue. Do you agree? Yes. It's not just something in the U.S. Yeah. Um, I wrote down some different things that are staggering when you read them or listen to them, okay? Okay. Women still face things like genital mutilation in over 30 countries in the world. Um, there were 200 million, 200 million women who suffered genital mutilation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. In 18 countries, husbands can legally prevent their wives from working. 
in 49 countries. Um, they lack laws protecting women from domestic violence. Globally, 750 million women and girls are married before the age of 18. In America, women's reproductive rights are under attack. Doctors won't perform tubal litigations or hysterectomies on women unless they are older, have had three, three or more kids, um, or and or their husbands agree. We all, I think, can agree that there have been a lot of attacks on women's reproductive rights in the U.S. in regards to these six weeks abortion bills, which is a whole other topic, but mm. that is a definite attack on women's reproductive rights, which is a gender equality issue because nobody's coming after men's penises. Mm. Well, you can't have a vasectomy yeah. unless you've had two or more children and your wife agrees, so there's Not that. True. That is 100% true because I had to sign off on that when I got Only mine. because you are married. But if a man wants to go get a vasectomy and he's not married, he doesn't have anybody. Nobody has to sign off. But they required that I had two or more children. And my wife had to sign on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to sign because the military didn't want you to go back and get it reversed. That's the only reason I had to sign. The military didn't want to pay for your reversal. Anyways. I'm just saying that that happened, so. Um, focusing just on the, uh, the U.S. for a minute, okay? Okay. This is from, I got this from an article from USA Today by Coleman Andrews. It was published in July, um, July 10th of 2019. So this was a study by Equal Measures 2030, which is a UK-based NGO that collects data on gender equality. It covered 129 countries, and it considered factors like gender budgeting and public services, equal representation in powerful positions, gender pay gaps, gender-based violence, and a lot more. It found that 1.4 billion women and girls live in countries that fail on gender equality and another 1.4 billion live where the country is barely passing. In that study, the U.S. scored a 77.6 out of 100, which is not, not great. That's a, that's a C plus. C's get degrees, <laughs> I guess. Um, and it's ranked 28th. Okay. Not great. Not terrible. Not great. Not, yeah. Okay. Not awful, but not the greatest. Yeah. So. And I, I don't disagree with really any of that, but that's all bad. Um, with really one exception there. And the one exception is the uh, women in positions of power in companies. Not companies. Um, uh, just in positions of power. Women in positions of power. Um well, it just says representation, equal representation in powerful positions. Okay, equal representation in powerful positions. The rest of that, all obviously terrible and needs to be either fixed or needs to be addressed. And I 100% agree with you on all of that. The equal representation, though, is not... I won't word this carefully because women deserve to be there if they deserve to be there. Well, if I don't think you... it's a fact of people not deserving to be there. It's a fact, at least in this country, not, I don't know about other countries, but in this country, we are still stuck in a mentality that men should be the ones in charge and men are the ones that can make the decision and women are too emotional. And so when you have women up for the vote and uh, you have another dude that's up against her, who are people, especially people who are on the conservative side, going to vote for? Well, they're probably, those people are probably going to vote for the man. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying but what if But if the is, woman is equally as deserving or more deserving, then that's not fair. That's not fair. And I agree with that. What I'm saying is you cannot force women into positions Well, I don't think like anybody's that. saying that. There are several people that are saying that, and there's lots of companies now that are requiring that their board of directors have at least one woman on it. Well, or have see. several women on it. I think they um, should have at least one example, woman on it. For example, I believe Starbucks and Nike, and there was another one that I was reading about, I forget who it was, are requiring that they have women on their board of directors. Which is, if they deserve to be there, fantastic. If you are given that position solely for the fact that you are a woman, no. That is wrong. I highly doubt that that is happening, though. I guarantee you that those companies are putting women that actually deserve to be there, that are intelligent enough to hold that position and have earned the right to be there. But the reason that they have those kinds of laws is because you will get people who are in charge who will give it to their buddy. 
give it to the guy that kissed their ass. Give it to the guy who is over here that you can probably put in your back pocket a lot easier who's going to agree with you over giving it to the woman who might disagree with you. Yes. And that's why those laws are there. But at the same time, that's going to lead to a man who is more qualified being overlooked for that job because they're requiring a woman. They're not going to be overlooked for that job. It's the exact same issue as Title IX for accepting people into colleges, right? People who are more qualified are overlooked because they have a quota that they have to meet for a certain gender or race or something on their board or into getting into this college, into all of these things, which forces out somebody who's more deserving. I'm not saying that that may not happen in different places. What I'm saying is in these companies where women are trying to move up the ladder, this is a good thing because they are overlooked. 99% of the time, they're overlooked. There are lots of instances where that happened, and this is just a way to guarantee that they have to at least look at the handful of women that are rising up in their company and not just slam the door in their face because it's a good old boys club. Well, they should be looking at them. But they're not. But it shouldn't be required. All right. So I also wrote down some notes about the Equal Rights Amendment, which I'm surprised you didn't have notes about the Equal Rights Amendment. I didn't have any notes about that. Well, it was first introduced in 1923 by Alice Paul. Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Do you know if it's been ratified or not by the states? It has not. You're right. It has not. So, um, it wasn't until the early 40s that both the Democrats and Republicans sowed their support and put that on their party platforms, okay? Okay. In um, 1943, 20 years after she originally wrote it and introduced it, Alice Paul rewrote it so that it had better wording. Um, Social conservatives found the equal rights for women a threat to existing power structures. Mm Mm-hmm. So they were the ones that were opposing it. Um, That makes sense. It wasn't until 1972, March 22nd of 1972, that both the House and the Senate passed the Equal Rights Amendment, and they sent it out for state's ratification. 1972. It's been quite a while. Um, But Congress placed a seven-year deadline on the process. Okay? Okay. So opponents to the ERA claimed that it would deny women's rights to be de- deny a woman's right to be supported by their husbands. They were afraid that privacy rights would be overturned. They were afraid that women would be sent to combat, and they were afraid that abortion rights and homosexual marriages would be upheld. I'll give you one guess as to the um, who was organizing the opposition. Wait. Did you say abortion rights in homosexual marriages? And. Abortion oh, and. Rights and homosexual I thought you marriages. said abortion rights in homosexual marriages, and I was trying, trying to figure to, out trying. how that was going to work. Because <laughs> that didn't make any sense no. to me. So the, there's an and, not an in. Sorry, I'm still a little sick. Um, hang on, we're going to have to pause for a second because I just heard the dog barking, so we'll be right back. All right, sorry about that. Um... So, I'll give you one guess as to who was organizing the opposition to the ERA. I mean, I'm probably going to go with the Republicans. Uh, the fundamentalist religious groups. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. That surprise! Makes, I mean, that's not really a surprise at all. Hmm. In 1977, Indiana became the 35th state to ratify the ERA. And then in 1980, the Republican Party removed their support from of the ERA from their platform. <laughs> Surprise! The party that doesn't value women! Um, the deadline for passing ratific- uh, state ratification came on June 30th, 1982, and it was three states shy of the 38 needed to ratify. So that was the last time that anybody, that another state ratified was in 1977. Then in 2017, Nevada became the first state to ratify since 1977, and Illinois became the 37th in 2018, but it has still not been ratified to this day. 
And in several states like North Carolina, Tennessee, and Florida, they are not even considering ratification. They're making no progress toward discussing it or moving forward on it. And all but two of the states are in the Deep South that have not ratified. I mean, it's Surprise! It, it's not surprising. What are the two states that aren't in the South? Uh, it, well, they're still in the South, but they were in the West. Uh, I don't remember. Arizona and New Mexico, probably. Maybe Texas. No, it wasn't Texas. Texas actually, I think, already ratified it. Oh. But. I mean, none of that is surprising, but I also don't disagree with anything that you said there. That should be passed and it should be ratified. But that's. But the point is that there is. The point is that there is a lot of discrimination against women, both in the workplace and out of the workplace. And the fact that we have been fighting for an amendment just to say that we have equal rights since 1923 come on like (laughs) this is ridiculous I'm not saying there's not discrimination against women what I am saying is that women are paid equally to men for the same work no they're not if you're doing the same work you should be but you're not same amount of time and all of those factors line up because there's a ton of factors that go into what you get paid if all of those factors line up and they're the same with the exception that one is a man and one is a woman they get paid the exact same no yes unless there <laughs> is, unless no. there is an instance of discrimination in which case the woman has every right to sue the company and she will win hands down yeah if she can prove it and if she can afford to sue, and if she can afford to lose that job because you know she's not going to be going back to work there. In which case, she can sue again for retaliation, which is covered under the exact same act. We've already <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> Just saying. You live in that little rainbow sparkle world. <laughs> Alright, I think that's it for everything that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, Sure. Sure. Bang my head against I, the wall some more. Hey, I'm just saying, I won this one. You did? Uh, no. I absolutely did. Absolutely win this one. not. I'm taking. Anyways, d- to take all the credit you want, you're still wrong. You're always That's, wrong. Uh, four for me, none for Kayla. Oh God. Yeah, right. Anyways, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts on all of the different topics we discuss. So please shoot us a message at keepyourheadpodcast at gmail Let us know what you're thinking. And you can reach out to us on Instagram at Keep Your Head Podcast, and we'd love to hear from you there. Um, also, just want to let everybody know we got our first one star review on Apple Podcast. We made it. We have made it. Somebody hates us. They didn't even leave like they, they didn't an explanation. Even leave a comment. They literally just gave us a one star review with no comment. So thanks, buddy. You're awesome. I appreciate you. Adam's wandering around the room, so sorry if he sounds like he's getting farther and closer away. That's because I'm leaving. (laughs) All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Reach out to us, hit us up, let us know what you think. If you want to shout out in our next week's podcast, then send me a message. We'll talk. Have a great night or a great day, depending on when you're listening to this. And keep your head. Bye. Bye.